Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Xavier University is tackling Ohio's nursing shortage by giving individuals with non-nursing bachelor's degrees an opportunity to accelerate into the profession. Whether you studied accounting, biology, marketing, or anything in between, our ABSN program can prepare you for nursing practice in as few as 16 months. So if nursing is your calling, now's the time to answer it. Enroll for one of three terms at our locations in Cincinnati, Cleveland, or Columbus. Search Xavier ABSN to apply. Welcome to the Cinema Gold Podcast with your host, Larry Lease. Come join us as Cinema Gold dives into the latest Hollywood films and news. Welcome to the Cinema Gold Podcast. I'm your host, Larry Lease. Today we discuss some of the latest movie news and TV news coming from the entertainment industry. First main topic is Godzilla vs. Kong conquering the box office this, this Easter weekend. The five day projection for Godzilla vs. Kong. Alright, $48.5 million. Kicking off a brand new pandemic box office record. Even with the HBO Max debut, Godzilla vs. Kong is proving that a lot of people in North America are willing to return to movie theaters. The movie debuted on Wednesday and destroyed initial projections with a five-day total of $48.5 million after an $11.6 million on Saturday. A three-day weekend total comes to $32.5 million, which was more than enough to destroy the competition. In addition to playing in theaters, it's also streaming on HBO Max. The paid subscribers, which indicates that people have been waiting for the right move to get back into the theater. Warner Brothers Domestic Distribution Distribution boss Jeff Goldstein has said, quote, Monstrous results all across the United States. Audiences are excited to see movies in theaters on the big screen with big sound. As of this episode, Godzilla vs. Kong has already earned $190.2 million globally, which is a brand new pandemic box office record. Supernatural horror movie The Unholy debuted at number two this weekend, bringing in 3.2 million at movie theaters. The Unholy stars Jeffrey Dean Morgan, Katie Asselton, William Sadler, Cricket Brown, Terry Ells, Bob Odenkirk's action thriller Nobody took the number three spot this weekend with three, 3 million. Odenkirk has been receiving widespread acclaim for his performance in the movie. Disney's Raya and the Last Dragon came in at number four this weekend, earning two million. As of this writing, the animated family movie has brought in 94.2 million globally in its five weeks in theaters. Chaos Walking took the fifth spot with 380,000. The movie has received mixed reviews from viewers and critics alike, despite strong performances from Daisy Ridley and Tom Holmes. The Croods, A New Age, 
landed at number six with 210 million, earning over 162 million in 19 weeks. French Exit returned to the top 10 this weekend after premiering last February. Comedy was able to earn 193,000, which was enough to land the seventh spot. Liam Neeson's The Marksman brought in an additional 165,000 and landed at number eight. As of this writing, the action thriller has earned nearly 20 million in 12 weeks. Finally, Boogie and Minari round out this weekend's top 10 with 150,000 and 109,000, respectively. We get these numbers from thenumbers.com. Check them out today for even more information on box office results. And now, on to our review of The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. The Falcon and the Winter Soldier becomes the Captain America Civil War sequel we needed. The reason Marvel's Disney Plus shows what works as a concept is because the movies gave us plenty of interesting characters who sadly didn't receive enough of a spotlight. The relationship between Wanda Maximoff and Vision only got a few minutes across several movies. Falcon had his moments, but he was always, always portrayed as more of an extension of Captain America. He didn't really have a lot of time to explore his life or character. Bucky Barnes was a major part of the Captain America trilogy, but the emphasis was on trying to overcome his troubled history, and the latter two Avenger movies didn't really do much with him. Even with near two dozen movies, the MCU gets mixed up and spinning too many plates at a time. That's why the third episode of The Falcon and the Winter Soldier is such a breath of fresh air. It feels like a fitting follow-up to Captain America's Civil War without being overwhelmed by the Avengers, the high-profile new heroes, and Marvel slamming its action figures together. Not that, not that those weren't fantastic in their own right, but it really says something when Helmut Zemo, the villain in the movie, felt like the least important link in the chain. Daniel Bruhl returned to Zemo, now depicted as a rich baron, like in the comics, to aid reluctant Sam and Bucky. His role feels a lot more like Loki in Thor the Dark World. He's done some horrible things that he can't be atoned for, but he makes up for good company, and we somehow end up wanting to see the best from him. To his credit, Bruhl's performance makes Zemo incredible, likable, and charismatic. But as this episode shows, such things can shield you from the horrible truth. For instance, the new Captain America, John Walker, and the Flag Smashers spent the previous episode buying our goodwill and making us think that they're not all that bad. Those two parties take a back seat in the third episode. But we do start to see that no matter how well-meaning the two sides are, they still come with sinister undertones and it sets things boiling for the latter three episodes. Not that our title characters are so pure, considering the episode straight up starts with them helping the cons a prison riot slash breakout. Much of the episode deals with Madripoor, known for being an underworld death trap in the comics, and home to Wolverine's alter ego patch. We don't get to spot any grand hints of the inclusion of mutants in MCU, 
we do get to see our heroes and Zemo schmooze through seedy locations while playing off of each other. Soon enough, we get a special guest character to join our crew. Clearly, it's someone many expected, but that's okay. There's another bigger surprise appearance later on. No, it's not Wolverine. Instead, it's Sharon Carter, still on the run after the events of Captain America's Civil War. Now, with a much more cynical worldview and a serious, brutal fighting style. For our two protagonists, this is definitely more of a Bucky episode. The moment he confronts Zemo, it plays out exactly as you'd expect. Zemo says the Winter Soldier trigger words, and they do nothing. But we later realize that there's more to his history than his handler's whispers. As the episode unfolds, Bucky's past as an assassin almost comes off as an addiction. It's not just something he runs from, but something that part of him wants to return to. Maybe he shouldn't be on the globe trying adventures to fight super soldiers in the first place. Might be doing more harm than good. Falcon is once again nagged for trying to have a little agency in his life beyond his connection to Steve Rogers. It isn't enough for Bucky to make Sam's refusal to be the new Captain America about him. Now Zemo plays the same game, this time agreeing with Sam's decision, but reflecting his own opinions on the cap mantle and the negative connotations that come with it. Probably my biggest negative from the episode comes from an otherwise good scene involving the origins of the new super soldiers. One moment establishes so early in the series that despite the fun adventure, the status quo is the status quo, the MCU refuses to be changed. Too much by the developments of the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. It's like the sobering feeling people have with one division's unique weirdness and mystery reverted back to CGI sky battles. As we hit the halfway point, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier really does feel like the perfect follow-up to Captain America's Civil War. It isn't just because of the underused player is getting to do more. This new spin on the same general concept. There was a horrible tragedy and the aftermath everyone feels like they're the hero of the story. Instead of superheroes duking it out with other superheroes, our parties are more diversified and include everyone from well-meaning terrorists to an American symbol with a chip on his shoulder to a scheming European Bruce Wayne who dresses up like dumb Donald from Fat Albert. It won't be in an epic. It won't be as epic as the airport fight, but everything is going to come to an explosive head soon. I can't wait to see what's next, and I have my fingers crossed for some Thunderbolt action down the line. And now we're going to do our review of the Mighty Ducks Game Changers Episode 2. It's the first day of practice after the Don't Bother's arguably triumphant reveal at Team Day with Coach Alex at the helm. Everything will go swimmingly right. Right? Much to Evan's dismay, the new team's first practice consists of bonding activities instead of doing drills on the ice. The team goes around sharing information about themselves in hopes to create a strong foundation. I can appreciate Alex's efforts, but knowing the shampoo routine used on Logan's luscious locks is not the ideal way to win a game. With a consistent practice time now on the schedule at the Ice Palace, Gordon decides that this that will be an opportune moment to nap. Can't say I don't support the decision. 
as we were briefly introduced to in last week's premiere, both Alex and Evan see Gordon as a sage hockey guy, even though Gordon's unenthused by this accidental role. Mother-son duo both interrupt to stress rant about the coaching situation. While Alex is worried she won't be able to coach the team in a productive manner, Evan can't believe his mom is screwing up the job from the jump. The first game is creeping up on the team, so Alex decides the best way to prepare is with a pre-game awards ceremony. She awards the kids with small statues for non-sport-related achievements. Alex's sports is fun. Evan is hockey's life. There's no common ground. After her son's fit, Alex goes to sit in the stands at the Ice Palace to clear her head. And, I guess, speak to the hockey gods. She catches Gordon shooting some pucks around the rink and jumps at the chance to utilize some reverse psychology in hopes to get him to become a new coach. <laughs> he denies Alex faster than Josh when Jackson said no to being a part of the upcoming cast reunion episode of the series. Luckily, another small sliver of common ground is found. Gordon agrees with Alex over the current state of the Ducks and how the infectious camaraderie found on the original team has vanished. It's become a helicopter parent game now, no longer enjoyable for any party involved. Gordon also reveals a tip for the Dump Brothers to acquire some decent equipment. They can head to the lost and found room at the Ducks' home rink, since his parents just throw money around in order for their children to succeed. No one claims any of the missing equipment. Brilliant heist operation, thanks to Logan's flatway hairdo, leads the team to finally get their hands on the hockey goods. Before the game, Alex bestows upon the team their official jersey amidst a pep talk to prepare them for their debut. The scene builds to a crescendo of possible victory but we're talking about the don't bothers here. They suck. Big time. They get their don't bother behinds beat. Alex semi-apologized after the game, trying to continue the good moral, and sports is, is fun. Evan responds, getting her butt kicked that bad isn't fun. The blow off steam and show his mom a thing or two. He leads the team through some actual drills on the ice. Maybe a bad loss is just the push they need to go out and win big. So, thank you for watching this episode of the Single Gold Podcast. Let us know your thoughts on the topics we covered today in the comments section below. Give us a thumbs up if you like this video. Subscribe to the channel. Follow us on Twitter at CinemaGold2. That's CinemaGold2. You can follow us on Instagram as well. Thanks for watching Cinema Gold Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Cinema Gold 2. Become a patron on our Patreon at patreon.com slash cinema gold. Send us a voice message and be featured on an upcoming episode through anchor.fm slash cinema gold. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. 
Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.